Welcome to Living Your Limitless Life. Your host is Carol DeShane, the founder of Connect to Joy. This program is designed to inspire and motivate you to find your best life. Join us on this journey of transformation. Now, here is Carol DeShane. Hello, beautiful spirits. Welcome to the show. I'm Carol DeShane, and my passion in life is to help you find your joy, to release what holds you back, and assist you to quantum leap your journey of self-discovery. I'm an intuitive, certified in life and business coaching, and a Marconic multidimensional energy practitioner and teacher. So if you're ready to start creating that life you've only dreamed of, that you deserve, let's have some fun and let's get started right now. When I say the word imagination, what do you think? What do you feel? Maybe your thoughts soar with possibilities, or maybe you picture being stuck because you just think you don't have an imagination. Or maybe you cringe because you were always yelled at for daydreaming and that's all you think imagination is. What would we do without imagination? Without it, we wouldn't have space travel, computers, tasty recipes, indoor plumbing, or any fiction books. And children wouldn't be read to sleep with fairy tales or Dr. Zeus. How boring would life be? And how difficult if all those things that had been invented hadn't been thought of? We'd still be in caves, hunting for food and surviving the best we could. But we're lucky. All humans have imaginations. We've created and invented things since we first became a species. We've made our lives more comfortable, and we've allowed ourselves to live way beyond the survival stage. Today, I'm going to talk about what imagination is, what purpose it serves, so you know that it's more than just daydreaming how imagination can enhance your life, fears that hold you back from letting your imagination soar, and seven hacks to nurture your imagination to uncover additional possibilities. So you have different options to not just assume you can't have an imagination if you think you don't have one. Everybody does. I'm going to help you uncover how to find and discover ways to create more with your imagination. So first, let's start with the beginning. What is imagination? So we know we're on the same page. Well, Google says that it's the faculty or action of forming new ideas or images or concepts of external objects not present to the senses. So thinking of something that isn't there and the ability of the mind to be creative or resourceful. Hmm. Now that can come in handy in numerous places, can't it? And then Merriam-Webster says, that the act or power of forming a mental image of something not present to the senses or never before wholly perceived in reality. It's a creative ability and also says it's the ability to confront and deal with a problem. Hmm, I never thought of imagination as the ability how to confront a problem before, and maybe you haven't either. I also looked up synonyms for imagination, and there's some of them are the normal ones that you think of. Artistry, You think of fantasy, imagery, but then we start getting good. Imagination is so much more than just that. It's where we get ideas from. It's ingenuity on how to work through problems. It's insight into new ways of thinking. 
It's also inspiration to go deeper into a subject. It's inventiveness, coming up with ideas that maybe haven't been done, or at least you've never seen them before. Originality, resourcefulness. When you hit a problem and you can't get around it, your imagination may fuel the way to find a new way to get from here to there. It's about creative thought and mental agility. Did you really think of any of those things as part of imagination? I know I really never did. Now, the second piece of this puzzle is what purpose does imagination serve for us? True, it's great for creating stories in our mind and images and things like that, which you may or may not have a use for, and at least you think you don't have a use for. But imagination doesn't only have to mean writing a book or a play or creating a song or being artistic. If you're sitting in your home right now, look around. Wherever you are looking, somebody's imagination created it. From the architecture, to the builder, to the people designing and making the furniture, your clothes, and every other thing in your house. I mean, look around. Some of them probably are pretty amazing. You might think they are beautiful, and that's why you picked them in the first place. Or you might think they're useful. Now, if you're in your car, walking your dog, or just out in the world, look around you. Look at each building. Look at the house that you walk past or the park you're walking in. Look at the landscaping. All of that started in someone's imagination. Granted, landscaping is, of course, God's creation. Well, everything is. But if you look at it and you're going, it's a tree. God created it. But maybe God didn't plant it right there, unless you're thinking of God as a person. So the symmetry of the landscape in a park may not be natural. It may be what someone specifically chose and designed in their imagination. So how does imagination actually impact your individual life? If your imagination, it allows you to do more than just daydream. It really opens us up to new possibilities. It sparks new ideas. Or you may not think of it this way, but we really do use it every single day. What do you make for dinner? Putting your supper together, maybe looking around and going, well, what do I have in the cupboards? Hmm, I have five things I might be able to make dinner from. Oh, I haven't done this before. Well, that's imagination. It's imagining how things would go together and what it would look like on the other side. Maybe how you respond to someone in a relationship. If something's not working, you go, well, maybe I should respond a different way. Why did you come up with that? That was your imagination. Especially if you haven't used that thing before and you're imagining how the person would respond. And sometimes we go, oh, no, not doing that. I know how this person's going to respond if I say or do this. Well, that's you imagining what that other person would do because you don't truly know until you say something. If you know the person well, sometimes it's kind of obvious, but they could surprise you because you don't know what's going to happen. Sometimes when you are at work and things come up, and you're trying to solve a problem or finish a project and you have to do it a different way. You have to imagine how it's going to work and you have to put it together. If you plan a party for someone, a surprise party, or you do something, you have to come up with your imagination to picture how it's going to look. You know, planning a wedding, putting together your home, if you're creating rooms or designing anything, maybe you're not thinking of it as designing, but if you're choosing things for your house and you're going, oh, this blue goes with the wall. 
then you're using your imagination to come up with ideas and you're actually designing something. So anything like that is how you would be using your imagination and it impacts your life every time. Now that we've gotten this far, maybe you'd say, I'd love to have more of an imagination, but I just, hmm, I just don't. So what do I do now? The next thing to look at is what fears or limiting beliefs may be holding you back if you really don't feel you have an imagination. Because in order to be empowered with an imagination, you have to use it, right? You have to have it kind of be unleashed. Maybe you feel you aren't good enough or smart enough. It could be that someone told you your art or your singing wasn't very good or that that was maybe awful, off tune, or maybe they just said, oh, what are you thinking? I bet you Picasso's mother said the same thing because really, it's a little odd. Your ideas may have always been put down. Maybe every time you bring up a new idea at the office, they go, oh, no, 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 that's not going to work. And maybe they even look at you and go, what? You crazy? That's not going to happen. And if you do that enough, you start believing what other people say. And therefore, you become connected to this limiting belief that maybe you didn't start with. Maybe you're afraid of failure, of trying new things that your imagination comes up with. If your imagination comes up with all sorts of new ideas for you and you don't follow through or you go, oh, no, no, maybe you have that fear of failure or that fear that you aren't smart enough to have come up with this great idea on your own. Or maybe you just need practice because you never were encouraged to think along new lines of thought. So maybe imagination isn't something you were encouraged to do. Maybe you didn't have a creative writing teacher that pushed you in that direction. Or like I had a theater class that I was pushed in that direction. I had music. Art, not so much. That wasn't my thing. Although I wish it had been because it's something I've never been able to do. But if you look at all the things that you'd like to do, your imagination can start kicking in. So how do you figure things out? How do you do it? Sometimes it's obvious. Sometimes we need to talk it out in order to make things work with the imagination. If you feel like you're stuck and you can't come up with anything because you just go, I just don't have any ideas. You have that kind of what I would call a blank brain. There's nothing there. It's just totally blank. I know that when I was doing, and if you've listened to this before, you may have heard me say this. When I did improv growing up, or even after I was an adult, I would like freeze. My brain would go totally blank. It was so quiet. Sometimes I wish it would do that on a regular basis, but it wouldn't. I usually have a mind going a million miles an hour. But I swear they would say, go. They give us a story or somewhere to start with the improv, and my mind would go blank. Absolutely blank. And I'd stare at them like I had no idea what to say. And they just go, oh my God. And they just go work around me. But that imagination thing just got stuck for me. So I totally get it. If you don't have one or you don't think you do, that's creative enough in certain areas. If you know or you think it's some sort of limiting belief, which it usually is, or some sort of fear, you can, of course, talk to people about it. You can talk to a friend, but it's usually better to talk to someone who's kind of trained in asking you questions to be able to help you uncover what it is. Some friends are great at that, but sometimes it's better to have an objective person. 
So you might want to go to your minister, your priest, or whatever your, if you are religious, that person that you would talk to in your religion. You can also talk to a therapist, of course, if you think it's really deep-seated. But a lot of times, life coaches like me, we can help you uncover things and move through them fairly quickly if they're not something you need to delve into so deeply that you need to stay there for a while and uncover bit by bit. Then that's better for a therapist. So whatever you need, whatever you think, go, I don't know what this is. Maybe start with a life coach or with your minister. And then if you see it's a hugely deep thing that stops you from having imagination, then you can move on to the therapist unless you already have one or you're comfortable with somebody already. But the last thing I want to talk about are these seven hacks that I promised you to help you strengthen your imagination. So what do you do? How do you make it work? Imagination is like a sparkling jewel. It's something that you go, wow. When you come up with ideas that will blow your socks off and you're just going, oh my God, how did I come up with this? It can be about anything. It can be about work or how you're going to deal with a relationship. It can just be, it's like an epiphany. It go, you just have that light bulb go off on to, over your head, you know, in those cartoons where the light bulb will go off and you go, oh my God, I got it. This is it. I have the answer to this. If you can strengthen your imagination, you'll have more of those. So here are some ways that you can do that. The first thing is to read. Read more. Read everything you can get your hands on. Things that stretch your imagination, whether that means for you it's science fiction, whether it's mysteries, whether it's somebody's life that you go, oh my God, how did this turn out? This is amazing. It may be also movies that you help stretch your imagination more. But reading seems to really get it because it's not only that you're seeing it, but you're getting it through your eyes and you're almost like reading the words in your head as you're going through it, unless you read really fast. So it gets in there almost like twice as deep as a movie would. It really sticks with you and it helps you extrapolate what might happen with someone. And so that you're using your imagination, especially mysteries. I'm not into horror, but I'm assuming that that might do the same thing. Thrillers might do it. So whatever it is. Now, if you read the same author and she always, or he always has the same ABC plot line and you kind of know, okay, I always know what's going to happen. Then it becomes old hat. It's like watching a TV series that's always the same kind of way. You always know kind of what's going to happen. Nothing's ever surprising. Then that won't help you with your imagination. So maybe read the classics. Read things that you haven't read before to help you encourage your imagination to really go into different directions. You can also, the second thing is to take classes in anything and everything. Right now it's by Zoom probably, but depending on where you are in the country or the world. But there are so many things that you can take classes in, things you didn't know before, things that you have to really use your imagination when you do it, whether it is something in the arts or something totally different. It can be something totally different and still use your imagination. It doesn't have to be about writing or dancing or choreographing something or any of those things that you normally think of as something you would use your imagination for. So whatever kinds of classes float your boat that really makes you stretch a bit with your imagination. And the third thing is to learn something new. It will give you more mental agility where you'll have to think faster and more creative thought. Whatever you may be learning of something new, and that could be 
by going to classes or the next one, which is uh, about your new hobbies. Whatever you're learning, your imagination needs to help you learn it. It's just the way it works. Allow yourself to have some of these new ideas that come from learning something new. You'll get more inventive, more resourceful when you're learning something new. And you will indeed get more mental agility, like I said. The fourth thing is to work out puzzles. Now, what I mean by puzzles, it can be pretty much any kind of puzzles, which will help your imagination, like crosswords where you're thinking more. Even Sudoku and stuff, it's not as much for imagination, but it does help with your mental agility. Jigsaw puzzles can also help with that. Puzzles that are like mystery novels can help you think of that. But puzzles are something that will help your imagination and it helps your ingenuity, insight, all those different things, some of those other synonyms for imagination. And the fifth one is to pick up a new hobby or expand on what you already do. I do design some of my own crafts, and sometimes I've done them for years, and I will do it, and I'll make a mistake. I'll cut it wrong, or I'll sew it wrong, and I'll go, oh my God, how did I do that? And sometimes I just use the seam ripper and rip the seam back out and do it again. But if you cut it wrong, it's like, do I throw it out, or do I go ahead and try and make this work? I'm one of those that will try and make it work. So I'm using my creativity and my imagination to say, how can this work? And somehow, I'd say 98% of the time, maybe not 99, but 97, 98% of the time, it's better. It's different than what I started out with. Once in a while, I have to toss it or recut a piece or whatever, depending on what I do. But I look at it and I go, whoa, well, this turned out better than I thought. This is way better. I actually like this better than the original. And then maybe I'll start making all of them the way the mistake went so I can learn new things. So you can use your imagination when you're doing hobbies. The sixth one is to think about, now this one's kind of fun. So think about what you want for your life. Look at different areas and what relationships, where is it now and what do you want? So stretch those muscles with your imagination. What in this area of your life do you want? Maybe you're fine, you're married. Maybe you have a, but you look at it and you go, what more do I want? So maybe you want to share more. You want to do more exciting things together. Or maybe you want more time on your own. What is it that you want from the relationship that would really make you feel like you were listened to, that you were fed? If you can, in your wildest imagination, if you can wave a magic wand, what do you want in this relationship? Or if you don't want that relationship, you want something different, but you're afraid to leave. So in your imagination, if you could have anything you wanted, what would it be? Then there's also doing the same thing for your career. If you could have anything you want, if you don't like certain things, you do like certain things, put it together. Because until you can imagine it, it's hard to appreciate it when it pops up in front of your face. Sometimes you'll get close to what you're asking for and it'll be better, which is great. So there's some things you didn't even imagine you wanted, but it's easier to get what you want. when you. Put out there in the universe, this is what I want. Bring it to me. And all of a sudden, it'll start showing up in maybe bits and pieces, or maybe one full opportunity will just drop in your lap and you go, Oh my God, I just asked for this. And here it is. The power of the imagination is huge. So you need to make sure that when you unleash it, you do what you want with it. Don't ask 
anything negative. Don't think about, well, when this negative thing happens, I'd be able to handle it. No. What's the opposite of that? Just imagine the good and the wondrous and the fabulous, knowing that if anything happens, you're going to be great. But you don't need to concentrate on what those individual negative things are with your imagination. You know, law of attraction will pull it to you, but you have to put out there in the universe what you want. And that's why you're stretching your imagination. And I like to say to unleash it and let it go. And you can do the same thing for the home you might want, the car you want. And of course, the thing nobody really talks about that much, unless you're totally set up and only paying attention to that is your finances. Besides just wanting millions of dollars, what else is there? Stretch it more. I'd have a house in this particular spot and maybe a cabin over here. I'd have beautiful this and lovely that. And because everybody's idea of a wonderful and fabulous financial life is different. It's not just about the cash. It's about what you own, who you're with. All those things are connected to that. So when you stretch your imagination in that area, make it bigger than what you think. Not just, I want this much in the bank. More. Think more. And the seventh thing is to practice. Uh Uh-huh. That means daydream. That means if you're daydreaming and that's how you're practicing your imagination, pick a specific time of the day. Don't do it all day long. You get nothing else done because, yes, it's fun. Practice using your imagination because new possibilities will make your life take on a much brighter quality. And you'll have so much more fun. So again, those seven things that you can do to increase your imagination is to read more, anything and everything, go to classes and new things or classes and things that you've always wanted to learn more about or you've only like touched on it before and you it expands your horizons there. Learn something new, which will help with your mental agility and your creative thought. Work on all different kinds of puzzles, which will also help with your mental agility. Pick up a new hobby or expand on what you already do. Maybe design something that's a little different. Or if you write, write more. If you haven't written before, write a short story on something that happened in your life or some kind of maybe creative thought you had. Even if you do it for yourself, you don't have it to have anybody read it. Or maybe you will. Maybe it'll become a bestseller. It's something if you haven't tried it before, take a class in it or just sit down and write. And then, of course, you can also think about what you want for your life and then stretch and expand so those ideas get bigger and better and things that maybe you didn't even know were possibilities will start coming up in that practice time, which is number seven. Yes, practice, 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 practice. And if that means what you're practicing is thinking about your life or whether you're just daydreaming, set a timer during the day that you do it. I used to do it before I go to bed. Unfortunately, then I ended up staying awake an extra hour because I was having so much fun going through (laughs) and using my imagination. So I ended up doing it while I was driving. That I can leave my eyes open. And since it gave me extra energy, it was good because it helped me through the day. Find the time that works best for you. Maybe you just do a short one while you're showering. Whatever it is, really focus on what you want. Write it down if you want. It'll make it even more powerful to get ideas, to be more inventive, 
to have more insight into your life and inspiration in areas that you want to be more resourceful. You can have all those things when you practice using your imagination. So what are you doing with your imagination? It doesn't mean you have to write the next novel on the bestseller list, but maybe you make someone feel special with little love notes or create a special dinner or even come up with a great idea on the job that saves people time or money. It doesn't have to be earth-shaking, but any ideas and actions that happen because of your imagination, those can make your life and those you love and know a happier, more fulfilling place. So can imagination change your life? You bet. Thank you so much for joining me here today. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Connect with me on Facebook or by email with questions and comments, ideas for future episodes, or if you would like to be a guest, give me a shout out and I'll send you an application. Until next week, remember, you are already enough to have that joyful, limitless life that you desire. Today's gonna be gonna be a good, good day. You are tuned in to Living Your Limitless Life. Do you want to know more? Visit host Carol DeShane's website at connect2joy.com. Today's gonna be, gonna be a good, good day, yeah.